Well, good morning. Hey, uh, before we get started this morning, we're going to be in Joshua chapter 4 in just a moment. But before we start, I want to tell you about a couple of things that are pretty exciting for me. My wife, Lenya, is starting a podcast January 14th. It's going to launch. It's called All the Things. I have no idea what that means, but I do know that she has some pretty great guests lined up uh, in her interviews, so that's going to launch on January 14th. And there's a launch party on the west side at, I think it's 7.30 um, for that. So uh, if you're available, gals, come on out for that. Also, she has been invited to be on the Mike Huckabee show uh, early in January. So um, Mike Huckabee on TBN has a show, and he has a segment called Huck's Heroes. And uh, so Lenny is going to be on there featuring Reload Love. And I think it's going to be on TBN... Uh, airing the 4th and the 5th of January. So I just want to brag on her a little bit. I'm really excited for her. So uh, in, in a, in, if you just turn in your Bibles, please, to Joshua chapter 4, just want to share a couple of verses with you before we show you something special. You know, I mentioned Christmas Eve that I was in the hospital and I had back surgery. And uh, I know, because I used to work in hospitals, that hospitals aren't uh, to rest in. People don't go to the hospital to get a good rest. You do that at home. You go to a hospital to get fixed or to get diagnosed, and then you go home to get some rest. So while I was in the hospital and I was in between getting poked or prodded or, or a, a physical therapist or a nurse or an occupational therapist or a doctor or whatever, I was wide awake and I had a lot of time to think and I had a lot of time to think and a lot of time to thank. I became very thankful as I was reminiscing over the past. As I became thoughtful, I became very thankful. And uh, I, I king off that verse in Romans chapter 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. That's where I was living for that couple of days. I thought back on all of the mercies of God individually to me, uh, to my family over the years, through good, through the bad, and um, I became very thankful. And it was a, an incredible time of worship in that hospital bed for those two days. It really was something I didn't expect. So I went from thoughtful to thankful to hopeful. Because here's my reasoning. If God has been that good in the past, I have a hunch he's going to be that good in the future. If he has proven himself time and time and time again throughout all of my years, I look to the future with great hope and anticipation. So with that, I think it's good from time to time for all of us to pause, to look back, to look around, and then to look ahead to evaluate, to uh, commemorate, um, to recalibrate, and then to concentrate on what God wants us to do specifically in the future. Well, in Joshua chapter 4, the children of Israel have crossed over the Jordan River. They have left the wilderness. They are now in the promised land. I imagine that was... Uh, a huge party. I'm sure that they were giddy, excited. There was lots of hallelujahs and shouts of glory because 
it had been 40 years that they'd been wandering around the wilderness, thinking about this land, dreaming about this land, talking about this land. Now they're in the land. As soon as they cross over, God tells them to do something specific. Not just camp and take over the land, but to set up an interesting memorial. So in the fourth chapter of the book of Joshua, we read thus. And it came to pass, when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, Take for yourselves twelve men from the people, one man from each tribe, and command them, saying, Take for yourselves twelve stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the twelve men whom he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man from each tribe, and Joshua said to them, Cross over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan. And each one of you take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that it may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, saying, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. And these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. And the children of Israel did so, just as Joshua commanded, and took up twelve stones from the midst of the Jordan. Once this huge crowd of two to three million Israelites got across the Jordan River, which was the east boundary of that land. Now they're in the west bank of the Jordan area. When they come into the land of Israel, they set up base at a place called Gilgal. Gilgal is about eight miles from the Jordan River, about two miles from the city of Jericho, which would be their first conquest. It becomes base camp. They always come back to Gilgal. So they camp at Gilgal, they'll take over Jericho, come back to Gilgal, fight battles up north, come back to Gilgal, fight battles down south, come back to Gilgal. That's, that's where they're going to camp out. And Gilgal will become a very important place in the future history of the nation of Israel. For example, the very first king of Israel, King Saul, has a public swearing-in service at Gilgal, this place in the middle of the wilderness. Later on, King David would be exiled from the land because of Absalom's rebellion. When David comes back into the land, he crosses over the Jordan River, where these guys come into the land now, and the leaders of Judah and Benjamin will meet David at Gilgal to bring him back to Jerusalem. So it would become, it is now, and would become a very strategic part of their history, their early history. But here, the Lord says, I want you to build me a memorial out of stones. I find it interesting that when God wants a memorial, it's simple. 
It's not extravagant. 12 stones, you look at it and go, so what? A pile of stones. I notice when man builds a memorial, they go all out. I've been to the Taj Mahal. I was just amazed at that building. And then I was shocked when somebody said, you know why that was built, right? I said, no. Is that a meeting place? Is it a worship center? They said, no, it's a, it's a, it's a grave. It's a tomb. The dude's wife died, and he built this huge building. I thought, boy, he must have been happy that she died. <laughs> he didn't build it before. But it, it, it's extravagant. God says, I want a memorial, but just get 12 simple rocks. Pile them up. Because in the future, when you're walking along this road, your kids are going to look at that little pile of rocks and go, uh, Dad, what's up with that pile of rocks? Why is that here? That is going to be a simple teaching moment. You'll be able to say, well, son, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you what happened when God opened up the Jordan River and we walked across on dry land, just like their forefathers did at the Red Sea. So Gilgal, this place of remembrance, became very important. So all of this is a setup because I'm going to show you some highlights about what happened this year through you all, through this church. You know, the Bible says in the New Testament that we are living stones living stones, built up into a spiritual house by Jesus Christ, 1 Peter chapter 2. So what I want you to see, and you're only going to see highlights of what the Lord accomplished during this year, what you're about to see, these are our memorial stones, our Gilgal of what God has done. And then I'm going to wrap it up at the very end with some closing thoughts, but let's roll it. We hope you enjoyed this special service from Calvary Church. We'd love to know how this message impacted you. Email us at mystory@calvarynm.church. And just a reminder, you can support this ministry with a financial gift at calvarynm.church/give. Thank you for joining us for this teaching from Calvary Church.